Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels. My name is Jay Shalansky and joining me this week is John Bushfax Bushman. Hey guys. And Lucas. Wait, hold on. Something just threw me off. It says Jay Shalansky under your name. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let me change that. <laughs> Don't mind me here. Nothing happened. It's all good. Okay. We're definitely not saying all this a second time. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> this can all stay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're having real problems uh, today, folks. But anyways, Lucas, Mr. Germany himself, you stick. <laughs> Good knocked the gates. Uh, in case you're all wondering why we're a little disheveled, this is our second intro. Uh, my power went out the first one, so we're re- re- recording this again. So the first one was so polished. Uh, this one's really bad. Though, Perfect. So it was on point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like this is we're laughing. We're trying to recreate that, you know, great interactions <laughs> and charisma that we're just spewing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had we were speaking German fluently and we had all kinds of really good points and they're all gone to the to time now. They're all disappeared. So you'll never know. Never know. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, Kyle is out this week. He's on vacation with his family. So it's just it's on the three of us. Another. Yep. And uh, we brought Lucas back from overseas to to fill in. And so on today's cast, we're going to talk about uh, Gen Con. John and I were both at Gen Con and we're going to relive our experiences as separate as they were. Lucas is going to uh, have FOMO and wish that he that he (laughs) had made it to Gen Con and didn't. Um, Sadly, uh, there's an Atlantic Ocean between me and Gen Con now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad that there's an Atlantic Ocean between us and you, but you know, uh, <laughs> ouch, ouch. Yeah. Uh, all right. So real quick, I'm going to do some housekeeping again for the second time today. Uh, first and foremost, if you like our blog and the writers and you like this podcast and the podcasters, uh, join us on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash the fifth trooper, you can sign up. You can sign up for like a dollar a day. Really helps us kind of support all the writers and staff and everything, including all our tools. We have uh four main tools right now we have legion hq which is our list builder that's legionhq.thefifthtrooper.com we have legion stats which is all our stats from all the tournaments which is legion stats.thefifthtrooper.com we have our rules reference quick guide which is legionquickguide.com which we basically took all the rules reference and uh, a good chunk of the faq from the forums and it's all linked in 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 on the uh, one tool so you can get those at tournaments and then also we have our legion streaming tool so if you want to stream an event we have an overlay tool that you can use uh, other than that shop with us at the fifth trooper.com we have all kinds of legion stuff and and mats and everything else and tokens and all that and then uh, finally Stormtide. if you're into just kind of casual narrative play we we do a monthly subscription box called Stormtide that you can just play with your friends or family just at home on your kitchen table and have a cool narrative experience we got a bunch of cool new features in Stormtide, like uh separate narratives and stuff like that and uh yeah 
usually I'd be more enthusiastic about all that stuff, but it's my second time and I'm still tired from Gen Con. So I'm really <laughs> not in the mood uh, today. <laughs> so, uh, But yeah, so let's, uh, speaking of, let's just, you guys want to just hop into Gen Con? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Gen Con's the, what is it? The best four days in gaming, they they call it. It's in, uh, it's in Indianapolis, uh, which is roughly the middle of the United States, um, though they don't have a major airport, which is interesting. So uh, it's hard to get in and out of there. I drove, John flew, and uh, yeah. And so they had a, a major Legion tournament there with four Worlds invites that were on the line. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's about that. And he's showing it for those. Finally got my invite. <laughs> he Freaking did it. Three years later. He did it, everybody. And he didn't even practice. <laughs> he just went and. <laughs> yeah. And zero yeah. practice. Yeah. Didn't do any of those stupid reps you were talking about. Right. Which, I mean, listen, you got top three and that's great. But I mean, maybe you could have got first. Uh, as you say, a practice. few reps. I think you could have taken this home. All right. All right. You know what? <laughs> You know what? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, got, third's I got fine. To say. It's not Oof. first. Oh, I beat my boogeyman. That was my. Okay. I, I beat the, the pike list that I was currently 0 and 3 against. So right. I'm happy with that. Um, yeah. And then. So, so in the top, the top, eight tournament was your you you had one loss right yeah i went one and one in the top eight my and first that... my win was 100 percent mov my loss was 50 percent mov mm. like the the best kind of loss you could get yeah and you lost to number one right i did yeah. i lost to izzy who then won it all with his mind you hero not hero hammer villain hammer to from Evan Doc Velo, um, <laughs> coining that term, <laughs> uh, who uh, that villain hammer was built to counter dodge spam. You know, he had four mm -hmm. sources of high velocity with a great opening round with tax strike, and it was built to just chew through all of my firepower. Yeah, it was a lot like the list uh, Kyle was talking about. I think last week he was doing Boba Iden. And this one's kind of the same yeah. thing, but you get rid of some of your core heavies and toss in Bosk as well. But Iden's always been good. And now yeah. you can just like spam high velocity. And when like pikes are rampant, and same with uh, Rebel Dodge spam, seems like a good meta call. And it's like just a good combo anyway. Right. Right. Yeah, and I think we'll talk about all the lists here in a minute. But uh, overall, John, how was your experience at uh, at Gen Con? Overall, it was good. I had fun. Um, I had lots of lots of very close games uh, that we could get into here in a little bit. Um, games several times that I thought, like, oh crap, this is the end. This is this is where I end the weekend, um, but managed to pull it off one way or another mm. um and yeah i had a lot of fun a lot of great people um got to do some stuff outside of legion too so it was a great time 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, so I didn't get to play, but I was I was there, and I I had a pretty amazing time at Gen Con too. We got to see tons of cool games and all kinds of stuff. And uh, actually, if you follow us on any of our social media, I posted a, a a post. John and I actually got a demo of Alex Davies' new game Onslaught, uh, which is a a D and D. I don't. How would you describe it? Someone asked me if it was a dungeon crawler, but it's not really because. So basically you each have uh, the, the demo we played was a little different, but the full game, you each have a party, a D&D party, basically of five characters and you go for an objective and you're basically fighting each other, but then also fighting like NPCs. Basically, there's like an AI system sort of for how they work. Um, it, it was pretty neat. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, it, it was like the, the fight instance of a dungeon. Yeah. Not much crawling through the dungeon, and maybe yeah. the other scenarios will be different. But the one we played, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, but there's like PvP cool. also. You said right? It was PvP. The yeah. yeah, the NPCs were they'll plink away at you, but they're very AI controlled. At least the ones we faced, and just kind of avoid them, like like creeps in a um, Dota or League of Legends kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Well, there's like a Gloomhaven, which is a popular, you know, like yes. quote unquote yes. dungeon crawler where you're just going from room to room clearing it. But that's uh, all PVE. So I think the fact that's PVP yes. kind of excludes it from that genre. Yeah, it's kind of like it's Jack almost like ass. a like a skirmish, like a skirmish type war war game, but also has like these AI dungeon creatures that you're fighting against, too. And and like you can. um it's almost like a little bit like how we did the monsters a little bit in Stormtide, where it's if you you can position yourself so that when the monsters turn to go, you could potentially yeah. set it up so that they go after your opponent's characters versus yours um, because they go to basically towards the nearest player character uh, and attack them. That was and, starting to save me as I got them yeah, to yeah. go off to Jay and then <laughs> yeah. a couple of ones on my D20 just <laughs> failed me and i yeah you know. but it's got yeah it's pretty cool and it's got like an initiative system that i really liked yeah uh, cool. th- yeah like you get these you get these cards and every other turn uh the opponents you get like a one initiative that's the one of your characters gets to go first and then it had two three and four and i know with the other game i think it goes up to like 10 or 11 or something like that with the full game and then you give them out to all the characters and then that's when each character goes so there's like this kind of like a legion feel to it as well with each character and like sometimes it's alternating but depending on the shuffle deal like you might get you might get one two and three and your opponent gets four five and six yeah and mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool and uh, it was really good to see Alex and he seemed really enthusiastic about the game so we had a we had a really great time demoing that game and what was the name uh, of it again onslaught it's onslaught. coming from WizKids yeah. it's going to be out in uh, January and actually I'm going to be uh, talking about it a lot more I think I'm going to do like a blog post and stuff so you guys will see more from from us on that uh, and then uh, yeah there there's just dude I love. I love going to gaming conventions and this was one of those nice ones where we didn't have a booth and we weren't streaming. So like I made a conscious decision that I was just going to go to have fun and yeah, like, you got to be a fan this time. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
And so like I got demos of other games. I got to talk to some amazing uh, developers, game developers and, and companies. And yeah, it was really cool. Um, one of my biggest takeaways from it, and I'll tie this back to Legion since this is a Legion podcast, is that uh, AMG had a huge uh, OP response there i guess is the best way I could, presence yeah. probably is a better so they had this huge booth in the middle of where all the amg games were being played they had like screens they had staffing they had their uh, you know they had their display cases up with all the op prizes in them and and uh it was really good to see that it looks like they're going to be taking op serious so so that's good for legion right and we know they're having worlds but i mean you don't invest that kind of money um into booths and stuff like that if you're not planning on on attending at least a few events where you're going to have an op Mm -hmm. structure so so that was really really good to see agreed agreed yeah um, I know a lot of people asked, they did not, uh, AMG did not have anything special for Legion at the event. There was no release or special mini or anything or early release of anything. Nothing. There was nothing at Gen Con, uh, no news uh, about Legion out of Gen Con either. So I think it was just, that was really their first since COVID. That was Asmodee's first uh, show back. So because they had put a moratorium on going to shows even after we all got vaccinated and stuff, I think, through uh, Q2. So this was their first first show back, which they had a strong presence at Gen Con. They had a huge booth, huge. Uh, there was like multiple booths, actually. Um, and then the interesting thing is that we found out is that, you know, for those of you who don't know, uh, we found this out when they got sold to that bigger company in Europe that Asmodee actually bought Miniature Market. So they were selling all of their products at the Miniature Market booth instead of through the Asmodee or, or any of their subsequent booths. So if you go to an event in the future that Asmodee's at and you're looking to buy product, it's generally at the Miniature Market booth. I'm guessing that's how they're going to do it from now on. Um, and then the Asmodee booth areas for all the games are just for demos it looks like so so that was interesting to see too yeah 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 i feel like they drained all their spoilers at the the two mini extravaganzas because right Right. it got canceled because what was it someone was sick or something and then uh they had an actual mini extravaganza right after that so i think having the not many extravaganza where they just gave spoilers since they had to cancel it and the second one kind of drained them out for a while it's fair yeah and you know that happens and and Pretty so yeah, yeah so they didn't really do any show they didn't release anything new you know i thought you know generally speaking in the past they would have ffg would have had like swoop bikes there that you could have got a ticket for and gotten in line and, and bought swoop bikes. Um, they didn't do anything like that, which is, which is fine there. You know, that's, that's okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, Gen Con was a ton of fun. Indianapolis is a really cool place. A lot of good restaurants. We had a, we had a lot of good times there. Um, but yeah, I guess we could talk about Legion now. Yeah. Yeah. So John, you played on, did you play, you played on day one? Yep, day one, Thursday, uh, played against three droids, all three games, all against droids. <laughs> what were you playing? I was playing uh, Luke with the DLT gun line, two officers, and snipers, the list that was built to beat droids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that went, it went well, obviously, because I, 
I won those games. Um, I think the first game had, I want to say it had a magna and, or two magnas and like a snail tank. Yeah. The snail tank was delivering B2s in the <laughs> first game and it was terrifying um, until Luke, you know, got up in the snail tank and while the B2s were in the snail tank, Luke started slicing them up because the open transport, you can melee them. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, B2s <laughs> do fall apart to yeah. impact surge crit and yeah. dice. Um, game two was against uh, the CIS Battle Force, which was potentially terrifying because mm. you had triple stap and eight B1s and an AAT. But given the terrain, I was able to just ball up and take the staps head on when they charged me. And then when his B1s went to grab the middle box, Luke double moved into him and he Luke owned that box at that point with no one to contest him. They were naked B1s. So just the response would be six white dice. Mm. Um, game three was against our own Nick. And that game. Grammar also, police. Yeah. Yep. Was intense. He had a, a more standard cis list with double spider and double magna and kalani and we were playing key positions on a map where he had to come to me and i just we we legit just waited for three rounds just fake <laughs> like who's gonna who's gonna come out no one's gonna shoot i don't think any shots were fired until round three um and then he finally started making his way in started like throwing everything at me and DLTs just taking it and delivering it back twice as hard and yeah. ended with Luke pushing people off and killing people like like Luke does. Yep. So yeah, Luke is Luke and Vader are both amazing on KP. Yeah, yeah. If you could keep that activation count um, in your favor, or at least not not in your favor. yeah exactly then then kp with force push is money but luke's one pip can uh move someone off the point too right you suppress them and then just make so long yeah so you have two ways to move someone off between force push and serve your master well or between force push and vader's might yeah vader's might does a lot better so yeah (laughs) can't serve on on the ones yeah, you can't. But I had, I think I ended that round, that game with Son of Skywalker to guarantee delete something and push something off. Yeah. To, to still change it by two. It is one way to get something off the middle, just murder it. <laughs> murder it. I had a pretty greedy serve your master well turn um, play on that game too that I was proud of. Um, I think I. I pushed on Luke's turn. I pushed some of his droids into an opening because the the KP was this big wall. You can't see over it. There's just like two doorways that you could see through. So I pushed them into the doorway so my gun line could shoot them. Mm. And I split fire, having the DLT do the one remaining wound on the spider. And then the, the other five dice take a large chunk out of the B1s that then Luke just finished off with a a little lightsaber graze. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
So that was good. The day two, though, was not what I expected. There were there were three rebel lists that uh, I don't even remember what the rebel lists were. Were, were there two DLT lists? I think there were. It two. was one yeah. was a Pike DLT list, so it had three yeah. rebel troopers and then two Pike Syndicate foot soldiers. So basically the same thing, but uh, running Pikes. And I think you you opted for four snipers in your build, right? Uh, I can only take three, but yeah. 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 And then the other one was uh, Danny, who brought the Luke R2-D2 triple Wookiees uh, AA5 speeder truck fleet troopers. I actually played against this list at LVO, and yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah, it seems seems fun. Um, The Wookiees don't have heavies, but he does have three of them still, and they do still all have tenacity and offensive push. So like it is very melee heavy. You can only deliver one of them in the bus, but one of them is not nothing. Mm-hmm. Now I think that I heard several times. I think the cheeky thing that he did that won him at least two games was force lift. Yep. Um, like blocking off. Like I think he had two opponents that let him get fortified positions to throw eight more barricades on the field, and using force lift to block off objectives like entirely um, neuter the middle box and yeah so recover the supplies and moisture yeah. uh, it's a trap pike players and dlt players because what he does is right those lists with dodge spam really love fortified and so he baits you into that and then all he does is picks up those barricades of force lift and he'll run with luke tap your vap and then slap barricades on the side so for the rest of the game <laughs> that vap is down <laughs> yeah which I'm un- I'm still unclear if you can't sit on top of the barricade and margin of error lets you with that vertical distance interact with it. But I'm not sure because I don't think there's a silhouette on the uh, the objective no, token. I know there's not, but it's yeah. yeah. Yeah, but there's been stuff in uh, I you know in the past where like melee at different like vertical levels. That's because so yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's with the silhouette though. If you're if silhouettes intersect, but a uh, objective token doesn't have a silhouette. Hmm. I mean, I listen, I think we had talked about it on this podcast at some point in the past that we thought that it potentially would be a problem. Right. Uh, and here we are. Yeah, it took yeah. a while, yeah. you know, but here we are. <laughs> so here's a PSA. If you see a force user with force lift, do not pick VAPs yeah. and do not pick fortified positions. Yeah, I know you've got your yep. pike gun line and you really want fortified positions, but don't do it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Or just, you know, prepare to lose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not much to say about that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so anyways, my, my two games that I had to... Oh, besides those two Rebel lists... There were three Shadow Collective lists. I think it's four, right? No. Nope. There are four Shadow Collective. No, nope. we had three. So there's only one Empire. Three Rebel, three Shadow. Well, there's one that didn't play on Sunday. Uh, oh, yeah. We made so, the top eight that uh, didn't play. Yeah. It was top seven, but uh, one yes. of the top eight players had to drop who was Shadow Collective. Yeah. Yes. So it would have been four. Half of the field would have been Shadow Collective, but one player had to drop. So it was a yeah. top seven day. Yeah. Um, so just talking about the, the ones that, well, you could even bring in the one, the fourth one that didn't play 
Three of those four Shadow Collective were Black Sun focused rather than Pike focused, which mm -hmm. is the opposite of what we saw at Lone Star, the opposite of what I expected. Um, but they featured buses to deliver them and more often than not healing buses to keep them alive. Yep. And surging red saves are uh, pretty brutal, especially when they're being healed, it turns out. Yeah. And when they're core units, like, yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Not your super expensive mandos. They're, yeah. <laughs> what, 90 point? Uh, These are Black actually Sun. expendable. Um, so I was I was mentally preparing for that all all night before I actually figured out um, through talking with people and through um, reading up about pulling the strings that has the same wording as serve your master well that I could disembark those guys myself with serve your master well and then chop them up so I could force them out um, which would have I'm sure helped a lot but I didn't get a play against them. Yeah. So didn't get to try it. I played against the two lists that were terrifying me going into that day. <laughs> the Pikes with my 0-3 record against them thus far. And the um, Izzy's list built. That was built Would you say practice makes perfect? And that you've played against Pikes three times? I no. will never oh. say it. Would you say maybe you won this fourth one because you had three games of practice? Because you had some reps in? <laughs> I will not say it. <laughs> okay. I will not. No, 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 that, that You're I could chicken. say that was not my point. I could say that. Yeah. Practice is great. It was reps with a given list that I didn't think was necessary. Uh-huh. Anyways, that's uh -huh. just for me. I get it. Some people are different. They need it's whatever, whatever. We're not, I'm not rehashing that again. I, although we probably will rehash it again. Um, so the, the Pike game was, he had an amazing turn zero flop. I did not like any of my options. Um, so when I tell you the options that ended up, don't call me a bad player for it. It was, this was, trust me, this was the best of the options <laughs> that were presented. Um, we played Long March Hostage Exchange. And I was red, and he had Maul, which, yes, I know, Maul's, <laughs> yes. I've got Luke, yeah, 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 I know, I know, uh, I know. Uh, all right. um, so he did the cheese that, you know, you move your unit almost to full speed one and cohere one model back so that it forces my unit to be an inch closer to his side when I place it down and all that. Um on hostage but then my i i made a gamble early that because he wasn't deploying he wasn't divulging maul so with long march maul was starting pretty far away and he even deployed him not on the front lines i think he was trying to avoid my snipers which is fair um but he deployed him quite a ways back too so i made a gamble and i presented like two options for his hostage to shoot at um, that weren't in cover, you know, my rebel, one of my rebel officers and even Luke. Um, and I took a shot myself with my hostage to try and further incentivize him doing the same. 
And then I used serve your master well to tell my unit to move to get my second move. So I got two moves still round one. Mm. Um, and then his his unit, he did opt to take a shot and dealt a few wounds, but then only moved one. So I I was ahead by like three or four inches in the where the hostages are. And at that point, Luke was able to double move in round two and force push, cohere further, and get like mm-hmm. eight inches of move out of them um, every turn. Mm-hmm. His maul opted to to not do the same and rather just fight mine, my hostage. And I slowly got his back to deployment. And by the time Maul caught up, it was too late. And that was that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 That's was, was nice. The game against Izzy was was very tough as well. Um, he was chipping away from round one, just. You know, my dodge is doing nothing, my cover doing nothing, because he'll get crits with three or four aims at a time and marksman and and then another round where Iden has sharpshooter two and all the all the stuff. I'm literally having to hide models. Uh round one, he I think by round two, all of my snipers had one man dead. So I couldn't peep poke them out without just losing an activation. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. Mm-hmm. Unless I had an aimed shot, then I I kept them hidden just for the activation count. Um and it long story short, it was KP again and it came down to um Luke going in against Boba and I made a few mistakes. We only went to round four, which I wasn't quite expecting. And Luke went in. Boba was the only one on the middle KP. And Luke did get a, a pretty lucky attack. It was luckier than I expected. I got six out of seven hits. And Boba, with his impervious, I think rolled four out of the nine, five out of the nine or something. He took four wounds, hmm. which he had two wounds on him already. Or he, or he had one wound or something. And he, so I thought I had him. I was like, awesome. I won. Yeah. And he had emergency stims. <laughs> oh, yeah. The old Boba emergency stim. Flash from the past. I had yeah. to like, I had to like check my phone to see what year it was. I was like, what the, all right. <laughs> emergency sims. They're, they're still a thing. Um, so I had one last shot. I did play serve your master. Well, on the last round to, be ready to move someone else off a of KP. And I had to use it to try and kill Boba Fett because he had, uh, he had killed one rebel officer. So he was up by that many points and Boba was mm-hmm. the only Boba with now two wounds was my best shot at winning. Um, they, I Jedi mind tricked his Inferno squad. It's a great option and shot at Boba Fett with the, four black two red got five hits again maybe kind of a lucky shot and he rolled four out of five blocks and lived and then so close two times yeah and not quite enough 
and that was the game. He was a great player. He did all the right things. I just couldn't close it. There are things I would have done different, sure. But yeah. Well, now he's getting a flight in a hotel and you're not. I that's might. A real, that's a real I bummer. might. I've got Nova. All right. <laughs> you're not going to make it through me. <laughs> what are you bringing? A- ATSTs? I have no idea. I'll I honestly. Right through them. I honestly. I think I'm calling back to the Empire, Jay. Just because I left the country. You don't think I'm going to harass you about that? Actually, no. Um, <laughs> I am more likely to bring. Uh, I have two droid lists that I'm really interested in that I, I haven't seen. And so I'm I might I might be going droids uh, for Nova. So so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, but also, I've been thinking a lot, too. I, I think there might be some play for. Um, I've been thinking a lot about this with everything that's been going on that I wonder if Callus has a place back, um, especially with cunning and contingencies. Like, I think he has some stuff that can play really nice with Vader. And so uh, in, in the world we're in today. So, so I've been thinking a lot about that too. Yeah. I thought about some callous Iden stuff potentially. Um, yeah. But I think those new bounty hunters are just so good that it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Like, God, you know, God, he's an expensive so slot that I'd rather just give to my bounty hunters. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but now, yeah, I'm, I, I probably, I, so I've been thinking about, uh, I think we built it on the last podcast, but I've been thinking about a Kalani Bosk uh, droid list where just everything has range four or above, basically, basically in the whole list, you know? So it's like, you, uh, yeah, okay, you got dodges. That's great. But I'm just going to shoot you from back here uh, and sup- the get suppression on. Uh, it can be, yeah. I've also, I've also done it with double spiders, you know. <laughs> oh, I don't know if we mentioned this. I lagged out for a second, so maybe we did. But if you notice when we're talking about that top eight, there were two factions completely absent from that. There was not a top eight separatist player or um, Gar player. And I think my, I guess, short take on that is I think separatist players are still playing the old stuff that's good. And now that Pikes and Rebel DLTs are everywhere, those lists both counter the way separatists used to play. But I think they can pivot to, you know, Bosk, AATs, Maul, etc. Yeah. They have great options still. I think they just need to pivot. I feel kind of bad for Gar that uh, I think like Padme Anakin was already their best shot and is now kind of their only shot. And yeah. there's like not much in the future. It seems like it's going to mix it up. Yeah. Yeah, they're... Yeah, Gar is falling further and further behind, unfortunately. Um I think they'll get I think they could bounce back with some stuff. I don't know. Maybe there's some stuff out there combination because this happens a lot too, right? I mean, we've been doing this. I well, I've been doing the podcast for four years now. And we'll one week we'll say, Yeah, there's no way this X faction can get back. And then somebody comes up with some insane like combo that's just like mashing everybody and you're like oh i didn't even see that like i didn't even see that coming you know so like i think maybe there might be something in there yeah there's something like wookies to kill all these black sun they're running around big dice pools republic is the best at big dice pools yeah it's just i mean really what you know listen we've been through the gunline meta before this isn't our first 
foray into gun line I don't think metas. it's necessarily just a gun line meta i think like we're seeing with the black sun there's always aggressive lists um yep i just think it's shifting a little like the it, i think we used to be in more of a gun line meta where we were seeing these separatists like double spider gun lines kind of dominating all over they mm-hmm. we saw i mean i don't think they're that much farther ahead but they're kind of an all comers so we saw them winning a lot of big events whether it was uh what LVO, Adepticon, Invader League were all kind of won by two spider yeah. soup. Um, I think that time is kind of gone with pikes and rebel DLTs being everywhere. Uh but I I think that the exist minus Gar, I think the existing factions all have answers. Cause like right, Empire hasn't been making a lot of people in the top cuts, but the lists that are doing well have been going deep at all the recent events. Like uh Empire One, the German world qualifier, it was super spicy vader lat with cad bane also <laughs> it just like death bombed vader in and then cad bane was running around you know picking off people and bountying while they're dealing with that also yeah. <laughs> uh vader with four bikes and blizzard force did really well at the german world qualifier finn was playing that is uh october that won the whole thing um and like this gen con was now won by empire but only one empire list in the uh the top cut so it I think the existing factions all have play against this new stuff. I just think the old lists are not, besides the Rebel DLTs, I think they slot nicely into all this. Um, I think a lot of lists are going to need a little rework, especially for Separatists. Yeah. Separatists need to bring back their AAT. Good old day when dodges are everywhere. Yeah. I still haven't seen them. Like... Like Lone Star, I get it. Well, no, even by Lone Star, Dodge Spam was already popular with the Rebel DLTs. And then after Lone Star, like when people saw the pikes coming up, I would have expected more AATs at Gen Con. But it doesn't always translate immediately from event to event. Yeah. Um, so it's it's hard to say. Um, I expected a lot more pikes, too, at Gen Con and got Black Suns instead which I mean, there's so much new stuff like we haven't blizzard force hasn't made a huge impact here in north america over here in europe blizzard force is making waves uh, but like i think someone could easily take blizzard force and go deep somewhere uh potentially what's the rebel one called the echo base defenders um see where that goes still uh, i feel like there's a combo out there whether it's floor- the tauntauns or luke or but they don't benefit from the from being echo base is all like emplacements are what benefit, and the yeah. emplacements are just kind of meh. Fair enough. I don't know. And then you're just paying the tax of not getting operative Luke to, yeah, for one or two command cards. Op Luke is so good. <laughs> he is amazing. I try and, yeah, especially with Jedi more on the rise with malls everywhere, like not taking operative luke in a rebel list is hard to justify i think the echo base two pip has been kind of a sleeper that people now i've seen it in the field a little bit um it hits real hard having beam one so you're getting two four dice pools with blast like against a pikes you can turn zero that at infinite range and just you know they're gonna have their one dodge at the beginning of the turn echo push you're thinking that's gotta be this is blizzard force Force. did i say echo base you said yeah 
Yeah, sorry. I was Blizzard like, Force what? Too, but... <laughs> I was <laughs> looking. I Blizzard was like, Force, we have a attack? What? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, sorry, like, yeah, Blizzard that Force. makes that go base real good. You're right. <laughs> the Empire Snow People, whatever their name is. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> okay. Right. I see it now. I mean, yeah, four black dice with beam is... Well, it hits hard like snipers. That thing can easily knock two snipers off the table uh, against pikes from around. I mean, against most things. There's not a lot of lists that enjoy getting hit by four black dice in the open from any range. With a blast. Mind yeah, you. blast. Blast and suppressive. That's the, the huge part. Yeah. Because you can do on the, uh, the echo base, they take like an imperial, sorry, blizzard force bikes with Vader. You go like Vader. Um, the super duper stormtroopers with the two heavy weapons. You take two of those. You can take snows naked or not four bikes and then an imperial officer. You can just like start the turn with the imperial officer, aim spotter yourself, and then beam them and have two aims into these two blast four dice pools. Um, and yeah. it's a, a pretty gross opener. Like snipers are going down. You can you know they've got to be within range one of each other, right? It's not like it's not yeah. quite like coordinated bombardment. Um, where it's any targets, but um, people are going to have to learn more dice to than coordinate bombardment, though. It is um, uh, two times instead of three, uh, and people are going to have to learn to hide their snipers again. Like they they were good about it back too. in the days of um, of all the sniper wars when Leia and Veers were everywhere with their coordinated bombardment and maximum firepower. Mm-hmm. Everyone like you never put your snipers out in the open or at least always hid one body because every, everything was infinite range. Um, you have to do it again. Like, yeah, especially or, with like Iden uh, pivoting to like Iden snipers now. Cause before, yeah. right. We're seeing the three, three, three item with three ISF, but uh, what Izzy was playing and Kyle was talking about myself, you take Iden with Inferno squadron and then two snipers and you can just tack strike from range six plus because you double move then range five. Yeah. Um, and that's going to knock your snipers right off the table, especially double when move it's an infiltrating with range five and two aims. Like, yeah. Or in Iden's case, infinite range yeah. with infiltrate and a double move. You got to make sure your snipers are real safe. Yeah. And probably a cash aim or something like, like Izzy did. Uh, yeah. Or emergency transponders, whatever he had. Yeah, I, I he had aims. How was it everywhere. seeing with all those emergency transponders? Dude, that was, was something so I thought aims. was interesting. <laughs> and and like he had some blank rules, and I was like, yes. And then he's like, uh, well, we're gonna use this aim. I was like, oh no. And this aim, <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And still pierce, like ah, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> it seems so, good. Yeah. Yeah. Empire's in a great spot. Like as someone who just moved, I uh, only brought my empire. My separatists are still uh, yet to be shipped. Um, they're sitting in a box, getting ready to go. Uh, but I like don't know what I want to play. So you could do like Blizzard Force with the bikes. You can do Iden with like any number of villains, whether it's Bosk, Cad Bane, Boba Fett, uh, Agent Callus, maybe even. Um, you can put bikes in that too if you want to. You can go more of a gunline route, like uh, Izzy did. There's, I mean, you can go Vader lat with Cad Bane. That's winning world qualifiers. It's, uh, it's like a candy shop. I have so many. Di- There's just so many lists, and they all sound good. I, I can't just pick one. Good time to be in the Empire. Oh man, I was actually. Uh, here's one for you, Lucas, for Empire. You ready? Uh, 
Commander Vader with Saber Throw, Force Push, Burst to Speed. Bosk with Seize and whatever you put recon on him or something. Boba with Seize the Initiative. Four naked stormtroopers and three snipers for 10 activations. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a great move with this list. So now um, is recover the supplies. So you can, you can new ways to motivate them. Yeah. Uh, Boba. <laughs> you can go in and grab You go move, them. grab, move. <laughs> yeah, yep. Or Just boss, like, since boss can regenerate. Ya. Yep, just like yep. you get two lying in weights or not uh reptilian rampages because you can just like double move shoot yeah or you can just double aim shoot and it's <laughs> no big deal yep. i'm just gonna regenerate it next turn Dude, it's good. i wonder if you go operative vader and drop it down to imperial officer and go 11 activations can you fit that in that same list well you can't you can't have three operatives though right oh yeah boom, you're right. roasted <laughs> boom, boom roasted Boy, the offer spot is so competitive right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you could even like, listen, Boba's probably good, but you could swap Cad Bane in there, right? And get a few extra points for other stuff. I mean, right yeah. now, I, I right now I have Vader, Saber Throw, Force, Push, Burst of Speed. Boss with Seize the Initiative Recon. Boba would Seize the Initiative Recon. Four Naked Star Troopers, three Strike Teams, and I'm at 767. I so wish you could have more like operatives. I wish that, what's it called? Underworld Connections broke force orgs because i so badly just want to run iden cad bay and boba and bosk yep. picking yep. three out of those four is uh, a <laughs> a hard decision man <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean i don't you know those you're right empire's got a lot now and i think we saw it with izzy right taking top spot at gen Con. like i've been saying this for a while but i'll say it again like legion's the wild west right now man like i i don't like we I don't think anybody guessed we were going to see that even close to yeah. that list at Gen Con. Right. Like, I mean, the Shadow no. Collective stuff, we we had our hunch because it's the new hotness. Right. But like the rest of that stuff is kind of like, oh, what list yeah. did you say you weren't scared of before at the tables again? What was that, John? We don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about past. And past how did you go? Zero three. I'm one three. Thank you very Sorry, much. One, three. <laughs> I am now one three. Okay. That's fine. I'm fine. That's it's totally fine. You know, and it's it's well, it's it's only because of my hubris that it was so bad at the beginning. <laughs> because I underestimated it those first two I games think, at Lone and Star. I, quote, I was like the the mall with a bunch of pikes seems like a really scary list. And you're like, ah, I'm not worried about it. It doesn't seem good. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like something I said. <laughs> fake news uh, oh man that's funny but it led <laughs> me to make poor choices those first two games for sure and then yeah. i might be i might be okay against it now but i mean you you have to geez you have to be careful and you need high velocity yeah you need it if you have access to it you need it until especially since like you know, Shadow Collective is the new hotness. You want to have that high velocity. And here's the thing. AATs, just straight up good units, and they have high velocity, so they're good against this. So I think, like, yeah, you put them in over spiders because they're the the hedge against the dodge spam. Iden with two snipers and Inferno squad, just powerful against anything, but it's a great hedge against uh, all that dodge spam. 
Yep. Or you can just drop Vader in the middle of them and, you know, let them deal with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, what did we cover? I think we covered most everything, right? Yeah. yeah. I think, did we talk about the top lists for the two factions? The top Republic and Separatists? They weren't in top eight. We didn't um, talk about it, no. Evan top did separatist talk about list. It. Yeah. It's, oh, check out his article. Evan's top eight article is great. Yeah. Uh, I think he, he did a great job covering everything here, and I really liked his uh, takes at the end. It was an interesting point. I agree. That, yeah. What six of the lists, five or six of the lists, were all like free token generating lists. I think it was all dodges. but one. Well, all right, but you got six of the seven or seven of the eight. You know, because what one was a black sun? No, there were there were three. All the shadow works. collectives do. And two of the what rebels Black did. Sun? Oh yeah, because the Black, Sun Black Suns also tokens, have independent games. Yeah, yeah. I it was just that. the Rebel Wookie list that did it. And then, uh, yeah, I guess uh, Bosk and Boba now have independent also. Yeah. And and he had some cash names in that, like. Yeah. yeah. Taking uh, more than two actions in a turn is good. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, real good, real good. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we can uh, land this plane. I think that was a, yeah. I think that was a pretty good episode. Went yeah, over everything and just stuff. Yeah, I still haven't played it. I've been a uh, busy moving and whatnot, so I have had a lot of FOMO. You may have noticed I'm a bit more active than usual typing in the discord because i just like <laughs> am dying to put any of this stuff on the table yeah i'm uh i got uh, let's see so august 20th i i have a tournament locally here in rochester new york at millennium games if anybody wants to come out and play i think they still got some seats open we got up to 20 i think we can take 26 or 28 they said uh so i'm gonna play there and then um that'll be my warm-up for nova so i'm really excited i'm gonna get to play i'm between like three lists right now um well four let's call it four so so i'll give you guys the four lists real quick so my luke sabine list that i've been playing um okay. I, uh, I think that one's good. I think it's still good. And even with this new Pikes, right? Because it's got the snipers. It's got Luke. It, you know, it's got Sabine. Like there's stuff that gets around dodges, uh, you know, for sure. Um, and then so that one, uh, the echo base list, the full on. Like quad cannon. Oh, yeah. Four cannons. What's how right. I can do I'll give you the full list. Hold on, real quick. Let me. You're a dot, or is it Amageddon? Is that what you called it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I think I made a swap out or something, but um, yeah, Amageddon. So, so this one I've changed it to Leia with uh, vigilance, Re rebel officer. Rebel three rebel vets, all with their heavy weapon offensive push and targeting scopes, three medium blasters, the MKs with link targeting array, and four of the laser cannons with emergency transponders and barrage generators. 
some some variation of that and just like tons of aims and you know re-rolls and you know so so either luke sabine that or uh yeah one of these cis lists that i'm looking at whether it's a kalani bosk list or a double aat list uh but those all look fun as well you could just take one of each you could take an aat kalani and bosk yeah yeah you can do that as well <laughs> yeah that's a pretty crazy list as well <laughs> you guys are mad men yeah. <laughs> The design space around what I could bring with Op Luke feels like this narrow. Yeah. Like, like there's like, uh... yeah. I mean, listen, I, I think it's going to be one of those like last minute, like uh, all of us, right? Like, and I'll just end up going Luke Sabine because I know it and I, and it's been effective. And I think it's still good, even in this yeah. kind of, you know, this new world that we're in. I think it still does really well against everything. So, We'll see. We'll see. But there is something about putting a sh- crap ton of droids on the table as well that is uh, luring me in. <laughs> B1s are still good. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited for all the events out here. We got like a whole bunch of bigger tournaments out in the Europe area. And nice part is fights here are so much cheaper. <laughs> so now I get to have like more than just one event outside nice. of town. I can go to all of them. Uh, <laughs> So I got some local ones coming up, one on the 20th, but then we have uh, Im Norden, which is in Bremen here in Germany. And that's got like 90 something people signed up. It's supposed to be the biggest German tournament to the date. Then there's the London GT just across the pond. That's uh, what is that? September, October. I think that's October. Then there's like a Spanish world qualifier in Spain. And then the the one in Denmark that I know uh, Dr. Power Slam will be at. So mm. I think I'm going to make, I'm definitely doing M Norden because I'm local. And then I think I'm going to make it out to uh, Spain and uh, Denmark to try and now that I no longer live in the U.S., it would be nice to try and get that uh, hotel and flight paid for. So well, we're gonna be and get, to get your European ELO up. Yeah, yeah, that is you true. You need 10 games. I'm going to crank that out fast because the local <laughs> events are all 20 plus people. And right, the event has to be 20 people to be counted for yellow right john yeah yeah 20 people 20 people yeah so all the local stuff i think is 24 person events the Jeez. the germans in this area go hard um uh, <laughs> so i got those and then m norden so i think m norden's five rounds so i think by mid-september i'll have my 10 games <laughs> and then end of october i'll be hopefully around like 20 games and i know don't, those first 10 don't lose for those w- first 10 yep for good or worse it's double yeah well the (laughs) tough part is it's like it's not like these local events are walks in the park uh either a lot of really good local guys yeah Mm. there's like uh q wraith is gonna be there if you know his name on the discord Uh matt and uh katka g which are all you know top players in the area and they're all gonna be at these local things so (laughs) it's not gonna be like uh playing against a bunch of new players so who knows? Maybe I'll get crushed in my first ten games, and then I'll just throw off the whole thing because I think I'm, I think I'm still in top twenty in NA. I haven't played in a while, so I think I've been sliding. But uh, hopefully, I can get roughly around the same in that Europe, so that the I'm not the one data point across it, and I just completely <laughs> skew it because you know I'm like one hundredth <laughs> over uh, in Europe. <laughs> who knows? Maybe if I get placed high here, uh, it'll be a, a good look for the North Americans. 
maybe. But it's double edged sword because if you don't get placed high, it's a bad luck for the North Americans. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if I get placed low, the Germans and Europeans will like me, so make them look good. Mm-hmm. If I get placed high, uh, the listen, North listen, will like me. we're not rating the whole. We're not comparing the whole North American Nilo and European Nilo just based, just based on, on one me. player's results. <laughs> no, I no, think no. we should. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've I've done this thought this thought experiment many times i'm thinking at least <laughs> 10 plus people that's, a, that's right. a lot of even 10 is a, extremely small you heard it here then uh more americans you got to get out here for events and uh, for more europeans need to hop over yeah, yeah yeah well i think uh october has a good amount of games because he's at lvo so if he makes it to one more uh big event in north america i think he'll be on the boards yeah, yep, he's very close. So we'll have a few. Then you can have your, your stats comparing across your multiple cross links. <laughs> Build that connectivity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least the uh, worlds, since all these Europeans are getting free worlds flights and hotels, big. yeah, worlds yeah. will get a lot of people on the yellow boards for North America. Yeah, but it won't be 10 games. Right. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, could. It's like I, Worlds and one other event would get you on the board, right? Right. But I could use those games at Worlds to compare things. Yeah. yeah. Even, yeah. Which I probably will. Hey, it'll be fun. I think it's only fitting that the uh, Worlds is what compares all the different international ELO boards. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, cool. All right, let's uh let's wrap it up, boys. So uh thanks for listening. Join us next week. Uh Lucas, thanks for joining us all the way from Germany. I hope to see you soon, pal. Uh yeah. That was that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever your guys' uh, schedule is flexible, <laughs> happy to come back. All right never uh okay yeah (laughs) no that's fine uh no we appreciate you subbing in and uh yeah this is good and uh everybody will we'll see you next week we are the notorious scoundrels i'm jay i'm john bushfax bushman i'm lucas technophobia luke eustick lucas technophobia Technophobia lucas Lucas. You know, I was going to have you do the sign off, but no, I don't think I don't think so. Hey, so. Uh, stay fresh. Uh, cheese curds. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, man. Did I, I do it right? Oh, yeah. You yeah nailed it. Go. Nailed it.